you seen the new Amazon Prime movie, Bingo Hell? Well, hearing that name, well, don't let the bad name fool you. This was a very interesting watch. Well, I've seen it advertised on Amazon Prime, and I kind of ignored it for a while. But I thought the name of it was a little cheesy, and, you know, the picture for the movie seemed a little off. So I'm like, eh, maybe I'll check it out later. And then I started watching some other movies, and I realized that a series of movies that was being put together by Blumhouse, they do a series with Amazon Prime during you know, the month of October, and they did a set of four movies this time last year. And then I realized that movie was part of that series for this year. And so I wanted to go back and, and check it out because they always have like different um, diverse directors and they're kind of telling their stories. So a lot of them are first time directors or, or pretty new directors. And so um, they've been very interesting kind of stories. And so I was really curious about this one because of that. So I went back and, and took a watch. Let me start by telling you the director was uh, Gigi Saul Guerrero. And she was one of the writers along with a person named Shane McKenzie. And the synopsis reads, In the barrio of Oak Springs live a strong and stubborn group of elderly friends who refuse to be gentrified. Their leader, Lapita, keeps them together as a community, a family. But little do they know, their beloved bingo hall was about to get sold to a much more powerful force than money itself. So that's the synopsis of it. It was a trip movie to watch. So it starts off with a lady and she's kind of going through the town and a feisty Latino lady and she's going to get her hair done and everybody kind of respects her. and She checks in on everybody. She looks out for the community. She makes sure that they're taken care of because they have um, a woman that's going through something with her business because a lot of business are getting sold and a lot of people are leaving. They got a lot of hipsters walking around and they're making the people that normally live there feel like strangers. And even though they're strangers, they're just kind of settling in. And um, she doesn't like it at all, to the point to where when she sees people in the street, she's basically being rude and, and kind of bumping into people, just kind of giving everybody a hard time. So hopefully they'll think twice. But you can already tell that the people that's there is already rooted there and they're not planning on going. So you know it's just going to be um, an uphill battle. And so you kind of, you know, get a chance to get to see the town and the people that she knows and... Um, when she's getting her hair done, she comes across um, a woman that she's familiar with, and it seems like they're about to get into altercation. But then you eventually find out that they are actually friends, and their friends has kind of been friends for a long time, and they've done a lot for the community throughout the years. And so they're just kind of notoriously known for taking care of the little town. And the person that's her friend is played by L. Scott um, Cotwell, which you would probably know her from, from Lost. She she played the main character on the show Lost. And like I said, she was just doing things around the town, and you've seen that the, the town's getting taken over. And I love how they show the community, how it's kind of represented, and how everybody looks out for each other. And they do like a little bingo thing to raise money to help people who need it in the area out, which is very sweet. And then one day they noticed that there's a new bingo hall in their town and it just kind of came out of like nowhere. But I guess that's how gentrification happens where you just kind of look up and it seems like all of a sudden it's this nice new stuff and everybody is starting to support it. And um, Lapita's feeling the ways about it, kind of like, you know, 
you know, don't support this place. So she's feeling the ways about it because she feels like, you know, everybody should try to stick together and hopefully that'll deter the folks that's trying to move in to just leave. It's kind of like her struggle to kind of keep everything together. I will mention that this is kind of a supernatural and kind of a horror movie, even though it is also kind of funny in ways. Um, I think it's uh, pretty deep and heartfelt. I think it tells a deep story in a creative way, which I think is very important because a lot of times way that we understand things and see things differently without having our defenses up is to um, give it a different perspective or spin to make us either pay more attention to it or understand the gravity of it. And this movie does that, which I really appreciate. Um, it took being gentrified in a whole new way. And I've seen this before not too long ago in a slightly different premise, but also combating gentrification, but tied in with horror in a different way. And I'm going to review that movie as well to share with you, because I also thought it was a pretty good movie. Um, so I'll leave it at that. Like, I would definitely recommend this movie. If you're not really into horror, then you... I don't think it's... I wouldn't consider it too scary. I think it may be a little gory, but... For the most part, I think it's a, a cool movie and it's kind of worth to sit through just because it's, it has a, it's, it's pretty leveled well with the comedy and the lightheartedness and the heart and everything. So it kind of it kind of um, helps make that a little bit easier. And so I'm going to the spoiler part. So um, cut off here, go watch it, um, come back and listen to the rest of this. And so... What I really thought was really cool about this is how community was so strong. And I thought it was very interesting to have how when money and power comes into a town, how it can be considered like evil or the man or whatnot, and how this is almost a literal form of that, which was definitely uh, portrayed in this movie. And it was kind of funny because when... Um, the old folks were getting together to go check out the new bingo hall and they was going up to the door the main woman Lapita kind of made a comment about it being some white people coming in and doing it and then the only white guy as part of their group was saying like why do you think that why do you think they would be white and everybody just kind of looked at him gave him a crazy look like you know why we think this and it was funny because it turned out to be true and and so when I was watching it in the beginning I didn't really understand it was some extra supernatural stuff kind of going on even though it did start off strongly with uh, um, with a guy who seemed like he was happy and he walked into this room with a big old case of money and you see that he's happy and celebrating but it's kind of out of context you just assuming that he, he won he's going home but then you're seeing some strange things happen where he's eating something out of a tray and, and you think it's like this great food that he's having because he bought himself some good food because he just won and he's eating. And you can see that he's choking and stuff in his face to the point where he can't stop eating and he's choking and he can't breathe and he ends up dying. And you realize he's he's eating um, the balls that they use in, in bingo game where the balls just kind of bubble around and the number comes out. He was chewing on those and choked on them to death. But then also it's this weird slime coming from the money and the um, and the balls and stuff he was chewing on. And 
he had passed away. And it was sad because the people that was kind of looking for him, that's part of the community, they couldn't understand where he was. And even though the main woman had in her gut, I mean, let me go check on this guy. Everybody's kind of like, just give him a break. His wife recently passed away. He just needs some, maybe he's need a moment to himself. Let's just give him a break. And um, so it was interesting with that story. Um, they had an interesting story with the, uh, a mother and her son and how the son was kind of being neglected and the mother was kind of just kind of leaving the kid with the grandmother and kind of what the kid was going through, feeling like he was left behind. And then they just had different people in this community that were just hurt and going through different things. And, and this opportunity for money came in and the money was, I guess, the lure, but it was just evil and how it was just corrupting everybody in different ways. And how it was just like, um, it's just predatory, just predatory. And even though this was like a horror movie and it was fantastical and all that, it was still true in so many different ways. It was exaggerated, but not to the point where you didn't understand the metaphors for what it was really saying, which made it powerful. Um, this movie's, um, this movie was directed and co-written by a Latino woman, which I think was, um, makes sense why it felt authentic in a way and why the grandmother was strong and it was almost kind of like the hero of this movie. It's this Latino grandmother and, you know, she's not her former self, but, you know, she knows she's cute. She knows she's still got style. She knows she's still running things. And, and, you know, it's just all the stuff coming apart, all the stuff that she built so hard to hold on to. Um, after everything kind of went down and, and the, I don't know, the enemy was defeated, she had understood that with that journey that she kind of had to let everybody go. And that even though she was fighting for a community, that she understood that the people in her life was her community. But I think it was also the thing of something just trying to strip that away from her. So I don't think she thought she was wrong for fighting for, for a community, but she understood, you know, really community was the people as well. So if they stayed or left, then that was fine. But being ran out and taken over, that just wasn't happening. But um, I... I I saw at the end that it was dedicated to her grandmother. It was inspired and dedicated to her grandmother. And that makes so much sense because that you could you could see the love and attention that was poured into that character. And Adriana Berizara, I believe her name is pronounced, really put a lot into that character. And I think if that wasn't done in a correct way, then it could have came off as a joke. But it, it really was a strong... Um, strong character they really did a lot and it was pretty much the heart of the heart of the movie um, i really didn't enjoy it and this is what i would i mentioned this before it's really important to me like especially nowadays i guess now that i'm older for things to to add to things to make sense the things to say something like i want my art and my lesson too and when i find when I, when I see or hear about things that are finding creative ways to do both, um, it's, it really means a lot to me. Especially when it comes to um, struggles of people, I think it's really important to see those things. And I think sometimes a straightforward approach could be a lot to, to see, you know, for somebody.
you know, myself included. So I really think that sometimes the way people are opened up is to have it done in an abstract way so it could be more edible and digestible. And I think these, this is one of those kind of movies that did that well. And I'm glad that I came across it. And so, did you check it out? Will you check it out now that you heard about it? If you do and you liked it, let me know what you think or thought about it. And let me know. Thanks for listening. Till next time, peace.